Hello and welcome to Soilmates, the podcast for plant lovers by plant lovers. I'm your host Khadija, recording from my urban jungle in Lisbon, Portugal. Throughout the episodes, I will be talking to plant enthusiasts from all over the world. They will be sharing their stories with their soilmates, from the crush and the sweet honeymoon times, all the way down to the rocky road with all its ups and downs, and finally to the everlasting love. This is episode 6. Let's say hi to our guest and find out where she's from and what's the name of her soilmate. Hi, I'm Kopil and I'm from Lucknow, India. My soilmate is my Singonium Alpo and we've been together for almost two years now. This week we traveled to the city of Lucknow in the Indian state of Uttar Pradesh. I follow Kopal on Instagram. I stumbled upon her feed a few months ago. It is very lush, it's full of creative reels and videos, um, all sorts of care tips, amazing plants, and as a bonus, every now and then you get to see a pet, and that can be a dog, a goat, or a hen. Kopal lives in a house surrounded by a garden where she has plenty of space to run all kinds of gardening experiments, from growing microgreens to rooting pineapple heads. And Lucknow has a humid subtropical climate with hot and humid summers and mild winters, so Kopal's plants are happy outside all year round. And her collection is just huge. Kopal has more than 700 plants. Holy sh- And a very fun fact about this plant lady is that her name Kopal means the new growth that develops on plants. So she was definitely destined to become a plant lover. So first things first, I had to ask her how she got there and what sparked her love for plants in the first place. For this one, we'll have to go a little back to 2014 when I shifted from my home to pursue my undergrad to a hostel and my campus was lush green. But the room that I was living in had no plants and I really wanted to feel like at home. And so that's why I got my very first rosemary bush, which died in a month. Apart from that, that's the first plant that I got. As far tending and collecting plants, um, you know, once you get your first plant, there's really no stopping that, right? So um, uh, I think by third year, I had around 10 to 15 plants. Again, this was a hostel space and uh, this we used to have summer vacations, winter vacations, you're away. But these plants that I had, they still survived those months without me being there. This is something that kicked in, um, you know, that if plants without any care for two months are still surviving, imagine what can happen if I start to care for them. So um, once I shifted back to home from my college, I it there was no stopping. I just kept on collecting plants one after another. And I mean, a really uh, influencing part here was the international plant community. So 2017-2018, there was nobody in India who was blogging about plants or sharing about their plants. And the international community was very active. So that's where I, you know, I I somehow um, came across somebody's profile and I started following them and I loved the green that they had in their space. So that's how the collection tending started. Wow, amazing. So Kopal was a pioneer plant blogger in her country. Let's hear how she got into it and what's her routine on Instagram. 
I am a student and I am doing my masters in design right now, and I've done my undergrad in history. Irrespective of whatever is being taught, whenever given an option to you know choose the topic that you want to work on, I do tend to be drawn towards plants and the community around plants. So that's something that always finds its space. As for social media, I am there on Instagram under the name Witch underscore Crafts. and i post about plants plant care my journey since i've started growing plants i mean that's the major part of it on how i have grown since i started gardening um but i started posting the most uh, since 2020 when the first wave entered and uh, that's mainly because being confined to the little space that you live in and finding uh you know ways to divert your mind so that's the time when i really started posting and investing into the page crazy times we totally needed to divert our minds from daily news lockdowns were extremely challenging we had to adapt to new schedules to working from home and basically to not having any social life and to cope with all of these disruptions and lack of contact with the outside world many of us focused on gardening on growing food and on expanding our houseplant collections okay now let's go back to copal soilmate her variegated syngonium let's hear how it all started the soilmate that i've chosen is syngonium albo because my love for it hasn't changed since the day i got it um even now so the reason behind it being the journey that i've had with it it's been it's been something <laughs> so um it started uh, around 1.5 years ago uh, and it was the lockdown period that was going on so i had only one thank god i had only i mean of somebody around me who was into plants it was jungle and forts and her name is anjali so we used to exchange plants twice or thrice a month and one time she got it it for me and i was super excited and super shocked that why she even giving to me please turns out that her plant was doing really well and she got it for really cheap i think she got it for around 50 rupees um, that is a little bit more than half a dollar what and that's because if you go to the local nurseries here they generally don't know uh the variety of the plant and sell it with the same the regular plants that are there so now there has become a little you know a little bit sensitive towards these uh, different varieties the nurseries are getting a little sensitive now but before it didn't exist so that's how i got hold of the plant once i got it i started to really get into plant care so you know once you have plants that you really care about you start to look into the nutrition and the care factors of it so that's what i did i got it the best material that i could uh and i started to care for it like i would of a child so uh so it did really well for the next few months and it was in a 4 inch pot it really small pot and i decided to propagate a cutting out of it so again two leaves and a few nodes that was propagating and i decided to repot the mother plant so i repotted her and also this is the time when i started to experiment with artificial fertilizers and i gave it a little too much i over fertilized it and i killed the mother plant and god i had the cutting with me which 
which grew and this is one tip that i always give to my audience that keep propagating just in case something happens to the mother plant you'll always have that variety with you so i had those again two leaves and a few nodes with me which i didn't do the same mistake again with and uh, it grew really well right now i have four propagating cuttings and the mother plant with me that is doing really well in the on the pole that it's climbing so you know the leaves are developing very beautifully now um as for my experience with it uh there was a time period in between where it was just producing half and half that i really liked and you know things with these variegated plants is that there's always some sort of surprise some sort of surprise element that is always there every leaf that comes out will have a different pattern on it so you know there's always mystery there's always something to look forward to so that's the part that i really like about it i couldn't agree more as soon as my syngonium albo started reverting on me i chopped it down and it started growing variegated leaves again now it's actually mostly growing all white leaves and i didn't even move it go figure total mystery if we talk about syngonium as a genus i think this is something that everybody should experiment with i think i have more than 10 varieties with me at the moment uh mainly because these are so easy to care for and look after and they do well indoors as well as outdoors at the same time there are so many varieties and colors available so we have those pink ones we have oritium that has bunny ears which looks absolutely cute we have arithlophyllum that has these um purplish red leaves um so this is something that i think everybody should definitely try out and i i am sure that you'll find one that you want to keep along and keep hold of there are indeed many many varieties of syngoniums and we love them all because we can easily keep them alive and because they're cute so let me do a quick introduction just in case you don't know what we're talking about syngonium podophyllum is a low maintenance vining evergreen plant it is native to tropical rainforests of southern mexico the west indies and central and south america where syngoniums live in the trunk of the jungle trees and climb by their roots and because of the shape of their leaves they are commonly called arrowhead vine butterfly plant or goose foot plant that's actually a funny one <laughs> and copal soil mate is the syngonium podophyllum albovariegatum i asked her to tell us about their early times together when she brought her syngonium home and how it adapted to her space in the initial days i used to keep it in my room on my windowsill mainly because I was afraid that my dogs or somebody else might topple it. I just wanted it to be in front of my eyes uh so that I can protect it from any harm possible. Um so that's the place that it used to be and because I wanted to see how well does how fast does it acclimatize to the space. It was very quick because uh you know it got transferred from a location that was really close to my house and i was giving it the same conditions that it was in so once i saw that it was acclimatized to the space i got it outdoors to a space that got filter light so there was a ficus tree right above this uh balcony and all my aroids really like the space so i got it there 
and again it did really well and it was above on a table so i was not scared that somebody is going to come and drop it um so soon i divided it and the over fertilization uh thing happened but the cutting did well so i'm happy cuttings are definitely a great way of guaranteeing you don't lose your plant and propagating a syngonium is very easy you just need to chop the vines below the nodes and then you can either root the cuttings in water or stick them straight into potting soil. From my experience, I would say both methods work fine. Now let's get into trouble. I asked Kopal about the major challenges she went through with her syngonium. So the over-fertilization was the first blow that the Alvo got. But very soon after that, we had to shift our house. Um, it was in the same city. So we were shifting from Lucknow to within Lucknow to within Lucknow and the house that we were shifting into wasn't fully constructed. Uh, so all the plants that I had, around 600 of them were shifted from an open area to a terrace um, and they were kept in a cluster without any knowledge of where the light comes from and how the things happen. And the only care I mean there was no personalized care they were getting it was just for the sake of them living surviving that they used to get watered so there was absolutely no time to look after them and everybody was busy in getting the house ready or habitable for us to live mm, so the plants all my plants were neglected at this period and I'm really thankful for the Instagram community that supported me throughout and were patient enough to see uh, this whole um, you know, journey happening and they supported me throughout. So that's one of the sweet points that I really am thankful to the Instagram uh, community that I have. Uh, so when I shifted it now, because of there was over fertilization, it took me forever to notice the signs that were there. Um, so it was a complete no-no for the plant from surviving. Uh, but thankfully, the cutting did survive. And as soon as we settled in, we started to study the house. So where which part gets the most amount of direct sunlight, which one stays a little cooler. So we started studying the house. And as soon as we had a little bit of idea, we started to move the plants around. Wow, moving with plants is a total hassle. My collection is not even close to the size of Copal's. It's like, like one-tenth of Copal's collection. But I've already moved it twice and I can confirm it was quite stressful. The first weeks after you move are usually a total mess. So I can't even begin to imagine what it must have been like to move all the plants into an unfinished house. So the syngonium came to my room and my balcony doesn't get any direct, direct sunlight. Uh, I have a neem tree outside my uh, balcony. Wait, did you guys hear that? A neem tree outside her balcony? Dios mio. Wow, that's the total dream for any plant lover. That, you know, and you'll get a, f a few flickers of light, direct sunlight somewhere. So it was perfect. So I got it here and it started to grow really well. Uh, this is the time I also started experimenting with Lekka. And what I would do is add Lekka to my soil mixture to make it a little bit more chunky. And that is something that really helped this one. Uh, so again, it was ready to be repotted. 
I mean, you must have noticed that my repots have been going all a little too fast for a plant that has been there for a year. But uh, the cuttings that I had, I placed them in smaller containers so that I could see, you know, how the root development is going on from the bottom. So that's why. Now, the second time that I uh, planted it, it was in a six-inch pot, six-inch pot uh, from a four-inch pot. So um, it did well, and around. I think this year only around I think October I repotted it again and it has gone to a 10 inch pot now so this time I added a lot of leka and I only give it a compost now so it it's either wormy compost or a manure that I give it Syngoniums do great in hydroponic systems I haven't tried leka but when I chopped down my syngonium albo a few months ago because the variegation was reverting I rooted the cuttings in water and then I potted them into lechuza pond. And they have been doing great since then, growing very fast. So when I repotted, I also gave it a, gave it a moss pole that it really, really loved. I mean, I have never seen a plant climb uh, the height of the moss pole as fast as mine did. And it, all the nodes have, had aerial roots. So it was perfect, perfectly situated. And I decided to go ahead, chop it and propagate again. So this is a mantra that I follow. Propagate whenever you can because you never know what I die. Um, so yes, this is this has been my journey. I've never had a problem with overwatering or underwatering because again, my soil mixture has always been chunky and it loses water very fast. So I have to water it almost every day to two days. In, in two days, I have to water. So. Thank God I never had to deal with overwatering with this one because that would been, have been a heartbreaker. Awesome. Now, syngoniums in a nutshell. Lessons learned from Copal's experience. First, give your syngonium some consistent, bright, indirect light. Then, if you're a heavy waterer, use a porous, chunky soil or just grow your syngonium in leka to make sure you avoid overwatering. Also, remember that syngoniums are climbing vines. In nature, they climb on tree trunks, so if you give your syngonium a moss pole, it will thrive and grow lush very fast. And finally, Copal's mantra, propagate whenever you can because you never know. I think that's definitely the best advice ever. Uh, as for placement of the plant at the moment, I've shifted it from my room's balcony to a common one because that gets a little bit more direct sunlight and it's winters here so that extra sunlight is something that is going to help it it can take a little bit of direct sunlight so i like to experiment with a little bit of light here and there um as far as sharing cuttings that is something that i haven't done as of now because the two times that i took cutting uh, I, I mean it died Coming to the care, if you have the basic knowledge of how to create your soil mixture, how to keep it porous and chunky and how to not overwater your plants, you are good to go. I would say that it's a 2 out of 10 that's that easy for it to care because literally I shared two points with you on how to, you know, the two things that you need to remember. So it's that easy. So definitely go ahead and try it out. And mm, if I have to explain my love and my experience for it in one word, I would say it's it's very mysterious. Uh, 
you never know what you might what the other leaf might develop into so that's the thing that I'll tell you I think growing variegated plants is truly exciting because of that mysterious aspect that Kopal mentioned you just keep experimenting with more light less light and see how each new leaf is coming out different from the previous one with more or less variegation and that's just amazing plant lovers enjoy experimenting with plants Kopal shares a lot of her experiments on her Instagram account. So if you haven't done so yet, go check her out. You won't be disappointed. Thank you so much for having me here. It was wonderful interacting with you. And it's always nice to, you know, interact with the plant community around the world. Thank you so much for this. It was wonderful having you, Kopal. Thank you so much for doing this. And thank you guys for listening to episode 6 of the Soil Mates podcast. Subscribe, rate and leave a review on Spotify or Google Podcasts. And if you want to play along and be interviewed, get in touch by sending me a direct message on Instagram at underscore soilmates underscore. See you at the next episode. Bye!